Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here at the, in New York at the Bright Red Desk. It is June 6, 2021, and this is the weather for the week ahead. Uh, big week ahead. Lots of energy going. Last week, we were, we're in eclipse season. The eclipses are coming, and the eclipses are coming. They're actually here. And then we also have Uranus-Saturn square number two this week. And we have Mars going into Leo this week, where he's going to be until July. Um, and so there's a lot of change afoot. Uh, Mars is going to be in, in, Le- in Leo until July 29th. So he's been in Cancer the last two months, and we've noticed every time the moon changes, he changes. So uh, this last week he was in Aries at the end of the week, was a little contentious. And now Monday, Tuesday, he's going to be in Taurus. Um, I'm sorry, Sunday, uh, Monday, and Tuesday he'll be in Taurus. And then he goes into Gemini Wednesday afternoon. And then we have the new moon eclipse. So we're balsamic uh, phase, dark of the moon. Big emotions. A lot of people have been writing to me, sharing emotional stories that are kind of erupting, hearing from people they hadn't heard from, hearing from people they didn't even know existed. It's a very emotional time. Uh, Releasing, processing, shifting, and changing. A lot of melancholy. Sometimes some anger, because the Mars and Aries is angry energy. But really, anger, as my therapist always would say, it's a secondary emotion. I'm like, sure feels real to me. <laughs> but it's, it's sitting on top of something else. Remember, fight, flight, free. Uh, f- freeze, fight, flee, freeze. Those are our three choices when Mars is up or we're feeling endangered. So we're going to watch for the emotional resonances. We're going to watch for things to occur twice because the sun is in Gemini and the moon's in Gemini and up there in their midst is Mercury in Gemini Uh, and he is retrograde but he's hanging out right with them and he just finished his square to Neptune so things are being revealed we're finding out things Dr. Fauci's emails got released stories are circulating ideas are coming to the surface we're being asked to go back and look at things understand them from a new perspective I always love it when the sirens add background noise to my um, my podcast. It's like, yeah, that's a point, Anne. We want you to drown that home with the sirens, sirens drowning me out. So the eclipse is a new moon eclipse, as we always do. We're going to have a new moon uh, webinar, which I don't think it's up yet, um, but it'll be on Wednesday night, so mark your calendars, because the eclipse is on Thursday. Um, and it is a new moon energy. But it's right on the node of fate. It's right at 19 degrees. you got anything at 19, it's activating it. It's squaring Neptune. It's a lot about figuring out what your new dream is and where you're going, sometimes with somebody, sometimes without somebody. Um, but there's a choice point. Then right after we have the eclipse on the 10th, Mars goes into Leo, right? And he goes, okay, I'm loud and proud. He does that on the 11th. Cancer, he's trying to work it out emotionally. Leo, he's like, I got to go do this for me. I got to follow my son's path. Now, right now, the sun is still in Gemini, so there's a negotiation going on. But once Mars goes into Leo, we have a we have a pride entering in. We have a a proudness coming in. Mars and Leo, it's very honorable. Mars, for the most ca- most cases, um, when you see someone with Mars and Leo, 
they're the kind of person that finds a dime on the sidewalk and realizes the person ahead of them lost it, chases the person, tries to give it back to them, and if they can't, they're going to report it on their taxes. So there's an energy with of a, of a there's an energy of honor with a Mars and Leo. Now, obviously, every planet can go bad, right? And so there can also be an energy of self-justification or righteousness or absolutism. I am absolutely right. It's like, really? Yeah. And they're like, all right. I had somebody once say to me, you want to be right or happy? They actually said that to me. We were talking, we were having an argument about something, and she goes, well, I'd rather be, do I rather be right or do I want to be happy? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and basically, was she going to agree with me and be happy, or was she going to hold her own position and be right, was her interpretation of that particular dynamic. So our job with this energy of Mars going into Leo gets a little righteous, but it goes into Leo right as Uranus and Saturn are having their third, their second of three squares this year. And they're making changes in the structure of our life. So Mars shifts into Leo, and the Uranus-Saturn uh, square takes place on the 14th. That's why it's a busy week, right? Boom, boom, boom. Eclipse. Uh, seeing things you hadn't seen before. Mars going, okay, I'm going to follow myself, follow my path. And then you're in a Saturn saying, here's your crossroads. Here's your choice. The, the fork in the road where you make a choice. Um, Venus is out of bounds for a bit more in Cancer. So she is going to be very responsive to the moon's changing signs. So the moon is in Gemini, of course, on the eclipse because it's a new moon. And then the next day it goes into Cancer. So she's kind of sensitive. And remember, the moon's out of bounds. And then it goes into Leo at which point she's going to be supportive of the Mars taking energy, even though she's still in cancer. So it's a really interesting week around emotional clarity, around what you're trying to accomplish, and it also includes a component of i got to be me, you know, um, that Frank Sinatra long, whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong, whether I find a place in this world or never belong, I got to be me, I got to be me. So go listen to that song. I'm my, I'm not a great version of singing it. Uh, my mother didn't believe in singing lessons either. No dancing lessons, no singing lessons. We could go to the library and get books, but, you know, it, dancing and singing wasn't part of her uh, vision of a daily budget. Um, but we're all having the I got to be me song this week. And it, it and understand, it doesn't mean you have to end the relationships you're in or shift them, but if you gently change away from them, you don't need a dramatic thing. You just need to shift. You just need to not return the phone call as fast. You need to say, you know, I'm going to be busy, so I'll check back in with you, going a little out of pocket, um, moving towards this. And then the other part is moving towards what it is you want because that's the other piece of it is like, okay, how do I get there? You know, what do I need to do to, do to move in that direction? And that will be revealed to you this week. You're going to have an aha moment. You're going to see stuff you didn't see before. You're going to think about things you hadn't thought about before. That's all part of the Mercury retrograde and even sometimes hearing from old friends so this was supposed to be the weekend of my uh, 45th college reunion, um, but it got canceled because of COVID. And um, next year we're going to have it. <laughs> of course, it's going to be three classes next year because we had, didn't have it last year either. 
Um, but, you know, I saw one of my friends on Facebook down at the Philadelphia Flower Show with her husband, and I'm like, oh, they went away for the weekend because, you know, we had, you know, we usually all went up for the reunion. Um, and she doesn't live in Philly. She lives up in the Syracuse area. So the energy is um, change. The energy is shift. The energy is adjust the plans. The energy is be flexible, not too dogmatic, not too absolute. There's no right or wrong that everybody has to follow. There's your right and your wrong with appropriate consequences behind it. A lot of energy in the sky right now of defying authorities, right? So there was the girl who gave Paxton Smith, who gave threw away her commencement, express, commencement address and spoke off script. And then just as I came on, there was a guy who was silenced when he was trying to include uh, the black experience in the Memorial Day speech. His microphone got turned off because he was first told to not talk about it, and then he went to put it in and they silenced his mic. I'm like, wow, it's wanting to silence, but it also is recognizing it's like, no, I'm going to talk about it. I want to talk about it. It's important to me to talk about it. And if someone's trying to silence you, you're going to find your energy is very rebellious. If you try and silence someone, you're going to find their energy is very rebellious. It's a rebellious kind of energy. And, and, And recognize if someone gets up and walks away you want to kind of, you know, pause, change the subject, come up with something everybody can agree on, come up with something everybody loves. You know, what do you, what, where, you know, you have a commonality with that person. Where do you connect in love? Where do you connect on something that everybody knows you all mutually care about? That's the place to get together for reuniting. Not going to say it's not going to have separative energy because it does. But it's understanding, do I want to push the separation or do I want to push the union? And I get to decide. You get to decide. The other person gets to decide. And it is a time of making choices because of the square, but it's a mutable square. So you make the choice and you change the plan, but you might change it yet again. Right? So that's okay. That's part of, that's part of the energy of the heavens. It's not a firm deal yet but it's a plan and also if you're questioning someone's motives or why they did something or why they're doing something or they say well you know this is this this and then you know and then you're going to do this and then this is this this and you're kind of like wait wait what am I doing (laughs) you know it's stepping in you know I have a good friend who just got offered a job um, and you know she'd been up for a promotion before and they picked somebody else, which she didn't really want the promotion, but you know she was asked, so she threw her head in the ring, hat in the ring. So now she got offered another job, kind of like, okay, you're going to do this, and she's not like sure she wants it, you know. So she's going to have a conversation with her boss on Monday, and you know, scope out the the uh, terms of the work, because she might want it, she might not. This is also a really good time to reconsider or rethink old things that you said you wanted to do. And you did them, but you maybe didn't do them quite 100%. Didn't really kind of work out the way you thought. But, you know, you, you passed. You took a swing at it, but it didn't happen. Great time to re-engage. Mercury's retrograde. Check back in with the people, especially if you had a pleasant ending. We see that with Jennifer and Ben Affleck. Jennifer Lopez and Ben, you know, there was a pleasant ending. We didn't hate each other. We didn't argue an end. 
We always loved each other. We just it didn't work out. So we're checking back in. The energy is back to uh, June of 04, oh, sorry, June of 202, back to um, June of 1983, back to June of 1964. Those endings, those energies are all kind of up in the air. And I'm going to suggest to you, if it's got nothing to do with you, let it go through. That would be my suggested way to handle the energy. If someone says, well, I have to do this, blah, 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 and you go, okay, and you have nothing to do with it, don't argue with them. Let them go and do it. Even if you kind of wince a little, like, I don't know, their choice, their, their ride, their life. If they're asking you to do something to support them doing something you don't agree with, then take a, take a stand very politely and nicely and say, unfortunately, um, I'm unable to do that right now, but you know, I encourage you in your doing it. But I'm not going to give you my money, support you, take care of you. Mars and Leo, you've got to do it yourself. So no stomp, stomp, no yell, yell. I have to have you take care of me. No, it's, you You know, we're all independent agents here, and we're reevaluating how we take responsibility for our own lives. And even if you don't like the way someone's taking responsibility, you also don't have to participate. No rescuing, no stepping in and fixing it, no saying, well, you know, no, 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 no. This energy is very much about individuation, Uranus square Saturn. We have to Uranus change Saturn, the structures and patterns. Excellent time for new health habits, new diets, new exercise programs, new whatevers, because Uranus square Saturn invites you to change your habits. It invites you, well, if you're used to staying up till 2 in the morning, maybe it'd be good if you went to bed at 11 and then you woke up at 7 and then you could go walk for a half an hour and get some exercise in. Really? Well, you've been talking about it. I have. Okay, well, what changes, Uranus, do you want to make to your structures, Saturn, to support your new adventure? Remember, they're retrograde. Uranus is direct, but Saturn is retrograde. And Saturn is saying, I'm changing the structure to support it. When we have the third square, which is in December, Uranus will be retrograde and Saturn will be direct. And he'll report into Uranus and he'll say, you remember the changes we made last summer? Look at what they did. Look at what happened. Isn't this cool? And they will both go forward. Uranus goes forward in January when he gets to Capricorn, but Saturn is, will be full steam ahead after October. But now Saturn is asking you to revise things so things work better. It's a very turbulent week, and that's okay. The turbulence is, you know, when you, uh, when you have the turbulence, you kind of go, oh, you know, I'm in a little tur- If you've ever been on an airplane, I'm not an easy flyer. But I have a friend, one of my favorite people in the world. She, I've known her since uh, ninth grade when we met on the bus to Mercy High School. And um, she's in Aries with a Scorpio moon. Okay, so think about that. Aries with a Scorpio moon, strong Mars. She has Mars in Sagittarius. So she is like a hiker and a biker and climbing. She was a sailor. She did all this stuff. So we're both, we're both named the same. We're both Anne's. So she was on a plane one day. Small plane, flying upstate, lots of turbulence. She gets out her Sharpie, 
and she starts marking numbers on her arms and her legs. And the guy looks at her and goes, what are you doing? She goes, I'm writing my Social Security number on my body parts. And he goes, what? She goes, well, if the plane crashes, they'll be able to identify me because I've got my Social Security number on my arms and my legs and my hands and stuff. And the guy kind of looked at her and she goes, don't even ask. (laughs) That remains one of my abiding favorite stories of her. But it also is her taking proactive action in a situation she had no control over, a bumpy plane ride, but she could write her, you know, she could do something with that airy son. She could write her social security number on her arms and her legs so they could put her back together again if the plane crashed, right? There's a need to take action this week, and you want to kind of know, okay, i got to take action, I got to I got to take action and when you take that action you know if somebody gives you a hard time just say hey you know you can do what you want I'm making sure they can find my body parts she was clear she had a path she had a mission she was working it she didn't care if he thought she was strange I, she was doing it so you want to kind of honor the do it energy and then invite people to come with you but if they don't it's okay cuz they're all having to do it in their own life too so they may not be able to come with you right now cuz they're doing their do it instead of your do it which is totally fine mars goes into leo after we get clear and he goes you got to do your own thing whether i'm right or whether i'm wrong whether i find my way or never belong i got to be me so that's the theme song between now and july uh when when Mars goes into Virgo, which is July 29th, and we got to own it, we got to go towards it, and we have to understand some people may not be going with us, and that's okay. We'll be okay because we're following our Leo heart's path. Our heart is calling us in a direction, and that's the energy. Listen to the heart path. If it's not your heart path, Thank them for the invitation. Say you'll catch them later down the road. Maybe or maybe not. You don't have to. You don't have to break up. You don't have to end it. You just have to say, "I'm going this way." I don't know when I'm back, or I don't know when I'll see you again. But that's okay. You go your way. I'll go mine. You know, we'll we love each other. We'll catch up, Mars and Leo. We love each other. We have this direction. So it's important uh, to be kind this week because everybody's feeling all this turbulence. And a lot of loss, a lot of energy, a lot of remembering the things that have left us, memories, uh, the memories of old times. I've been lately having an Adam Levine fixation. He wrote this song called Memories. I encourage you to go listen to it. Um, Adam's North Node's on my son. So I just find he really speaks. I love his voice and he kind of speaks to me. But um, you want to kind of think about the memories that you're that are coming up because there are a lot of memories too that are part of this in terms of our direction and what's important to us. So it's it's a big week, not an easy week, but a big week. Decisions, decisions, decisions. Okay, so we as we know today the moon um, it went into Taurus uh, this morning, so we're working with the Taurus moon today the sixth. The 7th is the Taurus Moon Monday, and it's a Taurus Moon on Tuesday until 11.07 East Coast Time AM. Goes void for three hours, going into Gemini 2.47 PM on the 8th. The Moon in Taurus has a lovely closing aspect of a trine, um, of, I'm sorry, of a sextile to Mars and Cancer. So Taurus Moon, Mars and Cancer, good, solid, productive energy between now and the morning of the 2nd 
uh, morning of Tuesday. Then the moon goes in Gemini. Now, the Gemini moon has a nice closing aspect of a square to Neptune, which basically means you don't know what the heck's going on. <laughs> you just know you're feeling the call. You're feeling the salmon saying, hey, come swim upstream. You're feeling this intensity to move forward. So the moon's in Gemini, and again, revealing things, having you see things you hadn't seen. So the moon goes into Gemini on Wednesday, Tuesday afternoon. It's in Gemini on Wednesday. We have a new moon bright and early uh, Thursday morning at 6.53 East Coast time, and then the moon, and that's a solar eclipse, uh, and the moon goes void at 1.38 p.m. on Thursday. It's void all day Thursday, and it goes into Cancer at after 1.38, all afternoon Thursday, afternoon Thursday night, and the going void for that is a square to Neptune, which is a little foggy, a little emotional, a little like, oh, my God, wow, that happened. Then it goes into Cancer at 3.23 a.m. on the Friday, Venus's day, and it's in Cancer Friday, Saturday, Sunday, going void at 7.16 in the morning, moon in Cancer, opposite Pluto, the hard ending. Mars goes into Leo, uh, 9.34 a.m. on Wednesday, which means that Mars is entering a chart where the moon is going to have a hard ending. So between now and July, uh, we're going to, July 29th, we're going to be saying, done with that, done with that, ready for this, let this go, because the moon, the Mars energy is going to work with that moon in Cancer saying, do I want this or not? Then the moon is void in the morning on Sunday the 17th, or Sunday the 13th, rather, and it goes into Leo at 2.22 p.m. on the 13th, and it's in Leo on the 13th, the 14th flag day, and it goes void with a sextile to the Gemini sun. So easy Taurus moons, nice. Dreamy, illusional, delusional, all any one of those, Neptune moons. Difficult moon, Friday, Saturday, uh, and then creative Sunday. Sunday afternoon. So that's the theme for the week. Um, so when you're working with this energy, it's a lot about the positive dream. Now the other thing we're having is the Uranus-Saturn square, which takes place on um, the 14th, and that is, of course, the second of three, and that's next Monday, but we're feeling it build all week, right? Because when these planets are getting ready to have a fight, you know, there's tension, there's tension. It feels like there's tension. So that, you know, kind of know it in terms of the Donald days. The eclipse, the Thursday, the eclipse, that's going to be a pretty tense day. And Sunday the 13th is pretty tense. So those two days are kind of tense. The, um, the eclipse day is just tense energetically. The 13th is tense emotionally. That's next Sunday. So we have a lot of emotional stuff kind of burbling around next week on the Sunday the 13th. But it's, you know, it's, it's basically not a horrible week from the moon's perspective in bustle because there's so much going on, we will be asked to process it a little bit further down the road, okay? So stuff's coming to light. You don't always know what it is. Remember, Mercury is still retrograde. He has to have his third square to Neptune before we really find out what it means. So he's kind of giving you information, but you have to figure it out, you know, so... Dr. Fauci's emails got released. So, you know, the Republicans were jumping around and dancing and all that. So I thought, well, let me go read his emails. I'm about 400 pages in. They're pretty quick. I'm not really sure what the big brouhaha is about, but, you know, maybe there's something in the last 400. But I'm always like, go read the original source document. See what you think. That's the beauty of this 
time. Go look at the source document. Don't take it for granted that they said, I heard ba 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 ba. Go back to the source and see what it is because that's where you're going to know what really went on. And the speculation part, leave that behind too. You might make a, you know, might make a psychological jump, but pay attention to the energy of, well, what would that mean? You know, if that was going, if I was looking at that just like thinking about what that means, because remember Gemini wants us to think, what would I think that meant? Hmm. And that's where we apply the common sense that's really essential to the eclipse because our chart wants to see the eclipse energy. It wants to have an aha moment, but it also is, um, now that I have that aha moment, what the heck am I supposed to do with it? <laughs> Which, that's the next, that's next. We don't have to worry about that. But you're going to have that, oh, that's what's going on, huh? Um, so as we mentioned, the eclipse this week, uh, and that happens on the um, on the 10th. The sun is in Gemini, uh, rolling along. It gets to 25 at the end of the week. It does have a square to Neptune on the 13th. So whatever gets revealed the 10th on the eclipse on the 10th when Mercury and the sun are combust, you figure out what you want to do with it. We also have Pluto in a quintile to uh, the sun and Chiron in a quintile to the sun. And so they're kind of um, giving the sun some really interesting ideas. That's why I think it's important for you to kind of sit with the energy because Neptune's squaring it. You know, the sun's moving into a square with Neptune. Not going to get there till the 13th, but that's also when you kind of have those aha moments in your bathroom or your shower where you go, oh, or you have really wild dreams and you wake up and you go, you know, I had the strangest dream. And then you say something to somebody and they go, you know, as a matter of fact. Um, so I had a friend who used to work at um, the hospital where Christopher Reeve lived, you know, where he would go when he was sick. And she had a dream one night and he, she was working in the gift shop and he was walking out of the hospital in his hospital gown. And she said, hi, Chris, where are you going? He goes, I'm done. My work is done here. I finished. She's like, oh, Okay. And then she woke up in the morning to the news he had passed, right? So this is a big time to maybe find those stories out, too, kind of dig in them. Um, Mercury this week, quiet, because he stopped. Right? He's moving very slowly, but he also is in the middle of that eclipse mess. So he's basically 20, 21, 17. He does have a semi-square to Mars on the 15th, so he's a little sharp-tongued then. But he's retrograde, so he's really just gathering information and stirring the pot. Venus this week runs from 6 Cancer to 15 Cancer. Um, she has stressful energy on the, the 11th where she realizes that something is finished. She's done with it. She has a stressful aspect to the nodes of fate. So even though I'd like it to continue, I'm not 100%. Health matters get resolved or understood on the 11th and 12th because Venus has health aspects or emotional or financial aspects get clarified on those days. Um, she does have a sextile to Uranus on the 13th where she kind of makes a decision. Remember, she is out of bounds. So she is going to possibly make decisions about changing the direction of her life, good or bad. This is where you want to be, okay, that's what you want to do? Yeah. yeah. Let, her, let her make her decisions. She's deciding we aren't firm in the decisions until we get to the end of the year. 
but you got to make your choices. She also has a hard aspect to Saturn, which is why I don't go being the authority and arguing with her. She's not in the mood to hear it. She, you know, we have to live our life and make our choices. And she's in the mood to make some choices, even if you don't agree with them. And she may make a choice that I don't want to be doing this anymore. And you're like, all right. Your life, your choices. Mars this week, as we mentioned last week, he had a hard week. He is on the nodes of fate this week on the 6th, so he's making important choices. He does have a health aspect on the 8th. We are in eclipse season. This is sudden departures of pets, animals, people, uh, either physically from the realm or also, um, you know, kind of rolling off. So I know uh, last week on the Mars-Pluto opposition, F. Lee Bailey died. I'm like, oh, that's a pretty good. You know, Moon and Aries died with the T-square. I'm like, well, that makes sense. And also, baby, Lisbeth, uh, Mountbatten, whatever the last name is, arrived. Harry and Meghan's baby arrived on Friday. Interesting chart she has. So Mars this week um, has goes into Leo, as I mentioned, on June 11th. He has the eclipse, aha, and then he goes, i got to be me. i got to go. And he needs to adjust his relationships, which he's going to be doing over the next few days. The Uranus-Saturn we spent a lot of time on over the year. Uh, that's going to happen at 6 p.m. on June 14th. So the build-up to that is making changes in our structures. Uranus also meets up with a nurturing energy on June 10th. Uranus joins Ceres. And then there's a lot of energy around shifts, change, forward motion. So our job with this week is just to honor, love, and enjoy uh, our lives. Focus on what the good parts are. Pay attention to the memories that are a little sad that are resurfacing. Mercury is captured in that eclipse energy. So you may be thinking about things you hadn't thought about in a long time, telling stories, seeing people. Had we had our my college reunion, I, I've gone every five years since I graduated so I was kind of thinking, you know, all the people that I catch up with that I don't normally see, you know, except every five years, I should give them a call, you know, because we're not having that union. Um, so it's it's really an important week, and it and I want you to just stay kind of mellow and loose and kind of, you know, kind of you know how when you're playing tennis, you kind of bend your knees and you rock back and forth and you're ready for the ball. Just be ready for what comes your way. Swing and hit, swing and miss. It's okay. Just be ready. Just be ready. New energy coming in. And it's coming in fast, and it's coming in wild, and you're going to be okay. So that is the weekly weather for June 6, 2021. Have a great week, a great eclipse. If you sign up for the um, webinar, I don't know when Rose is going to put I don't think she, I didn't look to see if she put it up already. But anyway, we're going to have it Wednesday night, and the new moon eclipse is Thursday. Um, so that is it. Wishing you a great week. Bye-bye.